0: Hello. Hello, everyone. I'm Ashley. And I'm Tania. And you're listening to another episode of Who I Do, the podcast brought to you by your favorite cousins on the bright side. To another episode of Who I Do, the podcast that is going to tell you all about the things that someone else is going to do, but not the vendor we're talking to today. <laughs> we're kicking off our Get Somebody Else to Do It series, which is all about the things that you think a particular vendor does, but no, somebody else is doing it. And so we are starting off with a very, very special guest Guess, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Oh, well, thank you so much for having me here today. My name is Carmen V and I am a bridal
0: hair stylist. Hello, Carmen. We haven't had a hair stylist on the show since I think episode six, which was 2019. So you're definitely going to help us get together, I feel like even more beyond just what we're talking about today bridal hair is so huge I don't think it gets the love and the recognition it deserves so we're definitely going to get into all that but before we do tell us a little bit about yourself like where are you based like where are you located
1: so I just recently moved to Atlanta, and I work in Gwinnett okay yeah so I just moved to that area that's where I'm based Um, But a lot of my bridal, my heavy bridal was in Richmond, Virginia, Um, and then I've traveled internationally to do bridal, um, as well as New York, you know, whoever's willing, I'm willing.
0: And I feel like more and more we're seeing brides are like, I don't have to get married here, like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to find my team here and take them with me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, love that. How long have you been in bridal hair?
1: I started right out of cosmetology school, so that was in December 12 years ago, but then I quit doing bridal hair, and I just did hair behind the chair, and then I say I started back doing bridal hair full-time, 2017. Okay.
0: So about mm-hmm. six-ish mm-hmm. years or so. Okay. Six years. Good, good. Well, mm-hmm. more experience, the better. Because who know how to keep time. We always need some good, competent folks on our team. Um, Again, we're really glad to have you on. We're going to now dive into everyone's favorite segment, which is this or that, where you will pick between one option or the other and explain why. And because you are our special guest, Carmen, you'll go first. Then Tania, then me, we'll circle back around and then get all into these questions so to start now, Carmen, I want you to answer from the perspective of like, obviously, you as a vendor, but to Nia, I want you to think of this as I'm a bride, which one would I prefer? So with that being said, would you prefer the updo with the pin curls? And by updo, I mean, you know, kind of like that soft kind of cute little bun with the pin curls, um, kind of like how Sanji did for her wedding day to Nia, just For kind of context there, or Hollywood waves, because you know the girls love a good Hollywood wave and they're not gonna let it go. (laughs) So, which one would you prefer?
1: Okay, so if I have to pick, it's gonna be the updo only because that Hollywood wave has been overdone, and there's so many other ways you can do it, but a lot of times the black girls do it the exact same way. So I've just seen it so many times. It's not even exciting anymore. You know, like, it's like, yeah, of course you got that wave. Your best friend had that wave. The girl up the block had that wave. That wave went viral. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, so I would probably pick some form of an updo. Probably not the one that I know you're talking about, because that's the one that all the girlies bring in as well. (laughs) Which I don't that's why I was like, I have to pick one. Neither of those are my
0: favorite. But,
1: yeah, I will pick that up, though.
0: Okay, okay. Tania, what about you?
2: I mean, I'm always going to choose the updo. You know, I did, well, I tried to do something a little yeah. different for my wedding. So, um, it, it was half up, half down, which a lot of girls don't do that that much. And I'm just trying to figure
1: out why, because it's so cute. The black girls don't.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, um, yeah, it's going to be some type of updo, Not completely up, because I don't want to be looking like, shoot, shoot, from waiting to excel. You, you don't want like, the French, French roll. roll. Okay. You don't want
0: to be Savannah. So <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't
2: want to be Savannah. Anyways. <Right.
0: laughs> but, yeah. I want to agree with y'all, and in my heart of hearts, I actually do. But I would say, just for the girls that are listening that want the Hollywood Waves, I'll just say Hollywood Waves. I'm not a Hollywood Waves girl, I'm gonna be honest. My hairstyle was similar-ish to a Hollywood wave, sort of, kind of. But it wasn't. But, yeah. It's like, that's the tried-and-true style that's kind of having a moment for probably the next 10 years. I don't know. Hopefully not that long. Maybe. No shade. But then also, like, the the updo one with the cute little curly bun and stuff like that. That's becoming, like, the new favorite. So, yeah. But you know what? Sometimes, Loki, like, sometimes these white girls be having, like, really cute, like, bridal hairstyles that I feel like the black girls are not, like, grabbing onto. You know? Like, there are certain styles where I'm like, that's kind of cute. Like, we could do this. But because we haven't seen any of us do it, it don't get done. You know what I'm saying?
1: (laughs) That's how I became me. Because they'll bring me the inspiration. of Mm -hmm. Because white girls' Mm -hmm. wet bridal hair are amazing. Hands down. Like, I would prefer to do more of that. Mm. But, and not like their hair. I can do anyone's hair. But I really would prefer to do that on, like, textured hair. Or just on black women in general. So, mm-hmm. like, that's kind of how I became a fan phase. It was, like, you can bring Carmen a hairstyle and you can actually get said hairstyle, right? It didn't have to be, mm-hmm. like, you know, just... I feel like we have, like, five bridal hairstyles usually that you'll see in our community. And people, like, yeah. we're comfortable yeah. with that. But I've heard from brides it's because they don't see it, mm-hmm. right? So, when you search, you're not seeing someone that you know that can pull that
0: off and i could probably guess too that you might have some hairstylists that are just kind of like because they haven't done it or they can't picture because they're seeing it like on you know whatever instagram inspo that's being provided and it's like that's not a black girl or you're gonna there or they may be making it extra complicated for it to like be achieved and then at that point the bride is already just like I've already made a thousand and one decisions at this point. I'm I'm never mind. Just do the Hollywood waves <laughs> or like do the other thing that's just like really really easy. Sadly.
2: I remember I wanted like a like a curly fishtail, but like I yeah. hadn't seen it on anyone and so it was kind of hard to like describe and then after a while I was just like, "You know what? Let me not even be this difficult because I didn't know if I could just do it with my own hair or if I would have to put in you know like a curly weave or something like that and so I was just like you know what let me just keep it simple let me just put these clip ins let me do half up half down I mean I tried to be you know You're still somewhat creative even. but but what I really wanted was like a fishtail but there's no black girls out there with like you know like a little curly you know like fishtail so I just did that
1: in Jamaica. Really? So I'm like, I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but of course, I could only find like the, you know, Caucasian girls with it, you know? So But right,
1: you have to flip it. Yeah. You have to someone has to have the vision. And I do know even with your client that trust has to be there. Cause you you're right. You won't find you with that. But you have to trust your stylist Mm -hmm. to bring the vision to light, right? That's why trials are important, you know? Yeah.
0: All right. So think of this from the perspective of, again, you as the vendor, but Tania, you think of this more as like from the perspective of I'm the bride and this is what is needed. Mm -hmm. Okay. So – Would you prefer to do the hair for bridesmaids or do the hair of the mother of the groom and three flower girls that are under the age of six?
1: The bridesmaids, please. (laughs) Why? And the reason is, um, you know, I always say this, when you're doing um, anyone younger or anyone older, it's basically the same client. You have to be a little bit more patient with them both um they are very demanding uh, like believe it or not like the bride's flower the daughter her daughter was a flower girl she was giving me the business and i was just over there having to do her hair and i'm like nobody's gonna help me y'all don't hear her talking to me crazy like she kept moving she was telling everybody i was hurting her I wasn't even touching her hair sometimes. It was just a thing. Wow. So usually the mothers of the bride, they can be energy as well. Like, very particular. Um, I've had one lie on me during it. So I would, the bridesmaids are always just there to be pretty. They be so excited. Their makeup is done. They're getting their hair done. You know, they always are very complimentary. So, Yeah.
2: Wow. Wow. I had no idea. <laughs> no wonder why people yeah. leave, like, you know, bridal hair for a moment and then, you know, because
0: that's a lot. Like, y'all got it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I had no idea. Well, yeah. I would also say the bridesmaids, I mean, because if I wanted everyone to be cohesive, you know, then, you know, I would have them do that. Uh, but, uh Yeah, the bridesmaids.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, I will agree because I do not believe in children at weddings. So there's that. (laughs) Tania's on the other side of the fence on that one. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Now it's time for us to dive into these questions, figure out what it is that the bridal hairstylist actually does versus What everybody else is supposed to do. And we're hoping, again, like we mentioned before, that this episode helps you out. So with that being said, just to kind of kick it off, Carmen, just to kind of set the table. Let us know, what is a bridal hairstylist? like. Let us know also from the perspective of compared to just a hairstylist. Because I'm sure there's some confusion there.
1: All right. So when I'm doing your hair behind the chair, I'm doing your hair and I would like your hair to last. But if it doesn't last, that's really how it goes. Right. Like it could be a humid day and I can tell you, hey, I don't think you should get this hairstyle. The humidity is at 51 percent. Right. And you're like, no, I really want these flexi rods. I really want whatever. Cool. You decide it. You get it. If it doesn't go, I don't know right? But for bridal hair, I am here to ensure from the time I start on your hair until the time I stop, until the time you leave that venue, your hair is perfection, which takes way more time knowing certain techniques and just a different skill set, right? I'm with you a longer amount of time as well. So I might be with you an hour, two hours, three hours tops, at the salon but i may be at the venue four or five six hours depending on what we're trying to achieve to make sure that hair is gonna give you the longevity needed for the look that's i think the bridal hairstyle is basically it's just a part of the vision right and we have to make sure that the vision is amazing head to toe so
0: that makes sense yeah
2: all right. So, what are some of the responsibilities that people think you should do, but it's actually the job of someone else?
1: I've had someone ask me to paint nails before. Yeah, this is when <laughs> I stopped doing bridal because it's getting crazy. Um, oh <laughs> they were like, "Ask the, the ask help, the help to paint your nails." Wow, it's getting crazy. And I was like, "Oh, I'm the hairstylist." She was like, "Yeah, the help." And I just looked at her and I was like, yeah, I don't know how much more of this I can do. But yeah, they'll ask you to do like run errands, just crazy stuff. I am solely there to do hair. And I don't mind, especially if it's a client of mine or like I just we have a really good rapport. Sometimes I don't meet my brides up until the consultation. So I may have never serviced them or anything. So, you know, like the rapport is different there. As opposed to, like, if we have a, a rapport, we've been talking, or you've been a client of mine or whatever, I may assist with you putting on some jewelry, you putting on, you know, assisting with the dress or helping tie something. But that's really not a part of our job either. And sometimes that is an expectation. So I always tell people to ask me about bridal, like, to be very particular in their contract. And, like, what they are showing up to do. And um, if they need extra stuff to add that. And if they're comfortable with doing it, maybe adding an extra fee or something like that. But, yeah, I've definitely had to do bridesmaids jobs before. And it was only because I care. And it's like, listen, the time is timing. And y'all over there playing and taking, you know, Instagram videos and reels and TikToks. And it's like... This girl asked y'all to be her bridesmaid to assist. And y'all so excited y'all look so pretty today. So, yeah, I am solely hair. So I'm there to do touch up, set your hair, style the hair, set up, break down my stuff, not moving around a whole bunch of stuff. Sometimes they want you to help lift stuff. That is not a part of my duties. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Sometimes they want to like I send you to the store. It's just like, oh, I'm solely here for you. And if I have time to do extra little things, like I said, help you put your shoe on, I could do that. But yeah, Oof.
2: you know, <laughs> it's called brides made <laughs> for a reason. That for a like. Reason. Yes. Heavy, heavy on, the on the maid. That's why you were here.
0: Mhm. They forget. So it's like so it is literally in the word.
1: But I don't think they yeah. you know, like even mm-hmm. when y'all just broke it like that, I was like,
0: Yeah, it is that.
1: I've had I was was doing hair for a bridal party. It was a lot of them. I can't remember how many. It was me and the owner. The bride couldn't find her gown, and the the maid of honor or the matron of honor, her dress was with the bride's dress. And instead of her just looking, you know, everybody else now was looking. She sat on the bed and was like, "My dress was with her dress, and if you can't find her dress, then I'm not going downstairs." The girls be trying
0: it. Like, well, girl, this ain't getting the do.
1: That's them. after that bride, after that wedding. I no, I'm
0: thinking to myself, um, like, girl, this ain't got yeah. nothing to do
1: with you. <laughs> who are
0: you? Yeah,
2: if you got to go downstairs in the vault, right. go downstairs in the Ooh, The entitlement. <laughs> the entitlement is crazy.
0: Ooh, big on it. Well, mm-hmm. is there anything that people have thought that maybe you would take care of, but is actually maybe, like, the photographer or the videographer instead? I wouldn't
1: okay. say that. But a lot of times planners think like you come up with your own timeline. And in reality, I work with the timeline of the day. So I've gotten those like emails before and I'm like, no, girl, I got to wait for you. Like you have to tell me they arrive at this time. Makeup starts at this time. So then I can say, okay, okay. Makeup starts at this time. I can be there while makeup is starting and, you know, unloading so I can start working on other people so there can just be an ever flow, right? But I don't know what time y'all are starting. I know what time the wedding starts. I can give you a guesstimate. But, you know, everyone's timeline is different, especially now. The brides do their, all their portraits mostly Mm -hmm. before the wedding. So it's not like before where, oh, I could tell you, hey, I need to be there at 10, 11, 12, because your is at 6 to do this number of people, because I know y'all gonna take pictures after. But now, it's like, you no, know, they need to be done at 2.30, because the wedding is at 5, and they're doing photos. So, okay, well, what time y'all want us to get there? Because what time is makeup getting there? Is makeup slow? You know, because I'm super fast. So a lot of times I have to be clear on the time that I get there because I have a lot of sitting time, you know. And then if I'm not doing a lot of people, I can be there way longer than needed. So that's been a thing. And just like I think a lot of times it's more assisting than anything. I'll even sometimes get photographers now be like, oh, can you do a video for me and use my phone and so I get some behind the scenes. And I'm like, you're supposed to right. have an assistant for God. <laughs> but, you know. I know. You going to pay me for this? Because they'll see you. Right. They'll see you doing something. And it's like, oh, yeah, let me do that, too. But from this angle,
0: it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's basically the audacity of vendors and the brides.
1: It's never my bride. My brides don't give me energy ever. It's always the mama that didn't get married, the auntie that got an attitude. It's the maid of honor that didn't get the wedding she wanted and you having her wedding. It's never the bride. My brides to be cool. It's that's hilarious the people around. I mean
2: yeah because you just said that your contract is yeah. like six pages mm-hmm. long and you have a consultation with them before you actually meet with them so if you weren't filling yeah. them from the beginning then you would just be like hey mm-hmm. I'm not you know I'm not the right fit so that would make sense
1: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I it's you know it's the first date mm-hmm. I gotta fill you out I gotta right. see what you're about If you have a vision, I want to make sure that you're comfortable making sure this vision can come true. So, like, you know, you both stated y'all had to wear clippings and stuff. If you're a woman that doesn't wear extensions, but the photo you showed me, I can clearly tell needs extensions, and you're not open to that, if you don't want to change the vision, I don't want to be your your bridal hairstylist, you know, because I want it to look right. Mm -hmm. So even stuff like that, but... You know, there's so many options now. So, like, this picture here is crochet hair pinned in. Ooh. But if you're comfortable with that, okay. You know, I know you don't wear extensions. Mm-hmm. We're not even going to spend no money. Boom. Let's get this $8 hair. You're going to pin her in. You can pull her out. And we're good. You know? But that would be the only thing. Like, um, I courted a lot of brides this year, and I didn't go with them. Because I was in transition with moving. And a lot of people were uncomfortable with that. And I was fine with that. Like, you don't know me that well. This probably makes you uneasy. You don't know that I'm early. And I don't play about my work. So you're probably thinking, is she going to really show up? Is she going to be late? So it's okay. Go with somebody local. You know? So I have a few brides um, that were still in Virginia. But outside of that, I was really particular because I just wanted to go with people that really wanted to work with me. They didn't care, like, where I was being.
0: So I'm pretty sure that there's something else that you could think of. But what about something that, like, maybe the bride will come to you or, like, maybe one of her bridesmaids or either, like, the mother of somebody they will be like, oh, so you're going to do this, and you're like, actually, you're supposed to do that. (laughs) Like, no, that's not me. Yeah.
1: Well, a lot of times it's something as simple as, oh, you brought the hair, right? You know I wasn't bringing hair. I only bring hair when you tell me you need it. And I ask everyone that, like, y'all are all doing ponytails. Does everyone have their ponytail? Or I've had... Bridesmaids ask, Can I get my instrument? <laughs> and it's like I didn't even bring those type of shears here. Like I brought scissors. I didn't bring shears. Right.
0: And there a difference. what I'm
1: saying? Which a huge difference. Um, so it might be a little stuff like that. Or like ask me to run an errand, which
0: Like is, you were saying.
1: No. Right. No. And I mean, there has to be like a super late start or A true necessity. Um, Maybe like I've done something, like left something and I need to run and go get it. I just realized, okay, I don't mind grabbing something. But Mm -hmm. just because you see me sitting
0: down, no, you cannot run me. Right. And more than likely you're sitting for a reason. Correct. You're not like one of the bridesmaids. If she's sitting down, she's sitting down because she's sitting down. But you're there to work. You are good to
1: work. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on someone (laughs) or something.
0: Do you require, and this was not on the list of things, but I'm just curious. Do you, like, what are your thoughts on, like, washing hair and stuff like that beforehand? Especially when, you know, some of us do want a certain style, but we want our hair freshly done, of course. So it's, is that something that they should expect? like, Or is that usually something that you communicate about before to kind of like say the timing of that?
1: Exactly. So once the hairstyle has been established, then we will figure out how we will move forward. And we'll also figure out, are you coming on set? Like not set, but on in the in salon or am I coming on site? So if you're coming in the salon and you want a shampoo and everything like that, you'll receive one. Outside of that, bridal hair is solely coming prepped and getting styled. But some hairstyles, like for instance, my bride I'm doing in two weeks. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I am presetting her hair the day before, and then I will be releasing her hair on her bridal day. And then adding clippings and pinning the hair down and things like that. So it just Mm -hmm. depends on the hairstyle. So I'll always ask, do you want me to shampoo your hair or do you want to? Are you comfortable with that? And usually they're fine with prepping it themselves. I'll even tell them what they need to do. Or once I like sent shampoo to people because they're like, I want to use what you use. Mm -hmm. That's fine too. Um, But that is something that should be discussed because you never want them to come with, I don't know, a three, four, five day old wash and go or something. And then you now can't get the results that you're seeking or you don't want them to prep their hair. And for instance, maybe the hair should still be wet as opposed to stretch Mm. or, you know, it's so many different things. Or a lot of times now I have all type of ethnicities, In my bridal party, a lot of other ethnicities hair curls better after a few days of being shampooed, not freshly. So I ask those questions too, like, okay, can you just ask them when does their hair curl better? Can it be freshly shampooed or should Mm. it be lived in some, you know, and then that's a discussion too.
0: That's a good point. I definitely wouldn't have thought about that, but Mm. Yeah 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 okay well just a few more um outside of everything you've already said so far do you have any general misconceptions that you've noticed the industry or just people at large may have about bridal hairstylists outside of of course like I said all the stuff you've already said
1: I know that a lot of people think bridal hair is like too expensive, but all of my brides, not even all, but a lot of them, their main goal at one point was to be reposted on a certain page or to get some type of publication, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they all usually get it. Mm-hmm. So that comes with the price. Your hair lasting all day comes with the price. A certain technique and skill set comes with a price. Um, Time management comes with a price. So that's something that I always tell people to think about before they say it's too much money. Mm -hmm. Also, when we remember a bride, we remember her hair, her makeup, her dress, and the venue. So I can't tell you where to spend your money, But that's where I probably would spend mine. And I know a lot of times, hairstylists get the crumbs. So the wedding has been planned. Everything has been planned. I literally had one of my brides come to me a few months before her wedding and was like, yeah, the first thing I booked after I got engaged was my photographer because the pictures matter. And I was like, they do, but the pictures don't matter if you don't look your best. Right. So, like, if your makeup and your hair is not amazing, it's only about so much Photoshopping he can do,
0: it, right? <laughs> exactly.
1: So, that's something that I always tell people to think about. Another misconception is it's going to be super fast or super long. It's really just on who you're working with. Because a lot of times I'll tell them, like, oh, I'll be finished your updo in 20 minutes. And I'm like, are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. It's an up-to. It's nothing. like, And sometimes the up-to can be very, you know, technical. So now it's going to take me a lot of time. But outside of that, it's like, no. So, yeah, I think that those are like the main ones with bridal hair. It's kind of believing what you see with who you Mm -hmm. hire. So if they're really good and you've only heard really good things about their work, they might be really good, you
0: know? So final question. What advice or what parting words would you give to a bride, just based off the things that you've seen, the experiences you've had? Just what would you want to tell the girls?
1: Red flags for brides. If your bridal hairstylist does not give you a contract, run. And that covers you and her, right? So life happens, things happen. What do I mean by this? I'll give you two examples. Last year was my busiest bridal year. I probably did like 20 something brides, right? I oh, No, it was last year of 2022. Yeah, that was my busiest year. But the year before that, I was pretty busy too. 2021, my best friend passed away. I got in a car accident And I had COVID, okay? And when I tell you this all happened, like, between February and August. But mind you, I had brides all year, right? I had a bride maybe two, three weeks after my best friend passed away. Now, for some reason, if I couldn't make it due to grief or whatever, it's in my contract that I am still responsible to hire out. That should not be something that you now have to worry about because you booked me out for so long. That is on me, right? Whatever her rate is, let's say for instance you've already paid me. Let's say your rate was six fifty, right? I, that's what I quoted you. But you've already paid me. I don't know three fifty. You only were expecting to pay six fifty. Now the replacement I find. If she's like seven, eight, nine hundred dollars and you're not willing to pay that in my contract, I will pay her. Like, because I had to do that before, but I'm okay with that because it's in my contract because that is my something, right? Like, life happens. I decided not to show because of life happening. Another right. example I got COVID the night before a wedding. She told, that's when I found out. So I didn't know I had it, but I didn't feel good. And I said, hey, let me go to the patient first. They told me I had COVID. I called her at 8 o'clock that night. I knew she was going to be mad, but I had already contacted like five other hairstylists. I could do her hairstyle, which was kind of like, I think you said you had a half up, half down. But it was like a braid, like a very loose braid here. And it had pieces coming out. Right? and it was always at the bottom. I felt like that was pretty simple, right? So I contacted people. I told the people I had COVID. One stylist was like, "I had COVID. I felt like it took me out. So because I know what that feels like, I will assist." She wanted extra money, though. I paid her the extra fee, right? Um, and just sometimes you just never know what life is gonna do. So those contracts, they assist the bride and the hairstylist um and i know a lot of times people are like oh she's been doing my hair for all of these years i love her she loves me but life changes and things happen you know for a long time i didn't want to do bridal hair the way i do it now because i kept telling people this is your bridal day today but in a year i might be getting married on this day i don't know you know like so this made me really uncomfortable So that's the first. I think that bride should look at that. They should Mm -hmm. also make sure that a trial can be a part of what's going on. So if it's the package or just a separate appointment, they need to know that what they're asking for can be achieved. So if it's coming in and just getting their hair done and seeing are we a good fit, that's always good. Um, Word of mouth is always really good as well. Like, I know that we know that, but someone being able to tell you, how was I handled, you know, like, how were you handled, excuse me, on your bridal day? You know, like, was she good? Was she nice to everyone? How did everyone as a collective feel about her? Was she on time? That matters. And I would tell bride to stay on top of how you're being communicated with. If someone is not communicating with you, and I'm not saying often, because I don't talk to my brides that much, but I speak to them enough, right? So, especially when it's getting close to your date, um, Mm -hmm. contacting them, seeing how they're feeling. Do they feel like they need anything else from you? Are we still okay with the vision? If they have bridesmaids, have any of your bridesmaids changed their, you know, time, whatever? Um, always remembering your glam squad needs a space to work because sometimes that is not thought of thoroughly and you have the girlies working from a bathroom sink with no space and we got to share or are we working from a side table that's not big. <laughs> um, and, you know, sometimes you got to make it work. But if you can, you know, try to make sure that there is a space for them to work comfortably um, because it does assist with the speed a lot of the time. And I know it's something else I'm gonna say, but I can't think of it exactly right now. But those are like the ones that was on the top of my brain.
0: That was great. That That was great, 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 great advice. I did remember what the other thing I wanted to ask was how soon should they book their bridal hairstylist if you really want somebody if you get engaged
1: today within the next few weeks you need to start either looking or if you know who you want ask them hey how often can i book you know um i have a date we figured Mm -hmm. out you know when Or I know around this time, so can I book with you now? Can I pay money now? Can I do something? Um, Because when it gets to that six months and closer, it can be a little wonky, right? I may have planned my vacation. It's just all types of things sometimes happen, right? But when I know, no, I can't do much around this time of the year because, it's either, like, I think, like, okay, it's either bridal season or I already have about, let's say if I already have a whole bunch of brides just randomly in months, I'm already knowing, like, okay, cool. But at least, like, that eight-month spot, that's, like, your sweet spot where you still probably can get the bride, I mean, the bridal hairstylist you're looking for. When you go further into, especially if they're really sought after, it might be pretty difficult because I learned that these last two years, people were hitting me up, and it was the same day. And mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, I'm already booked. I'm already booked for that date. Mm. You know, I'm already booked for that date. And it might be
0: mm-hmm.
1: at that six month. You know, because a lot of times, what I've noticed this last year, the six four months is when everyone's been reaching out. And that doesn't work because you got to remember we all like working, right? But a lot of us still have a life. So if you're dating, married children, there's other things that are still going on Mm -hmm. outside of the realm. Right. So I might've already had something else to do that day. And you just will hope that you booked your wedding. So I could have booked my something
0: another time. Perfect. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that makes sense. Like, yeah, y'all want to have lives and you know everybody's going on tour now like you want to make sure you could be able to go and that you know like you gotta have a life as well
1: gotta have a life gotta have a life and if it's not a person that solely does bridal it's gonna be even harder right because i had to last year do a lot of Hey, girl, I know I already got you booked on this Saturday. Do you think you could come in earlier or later? I have a bride. And everybody was like, cool, because they're my clients. And it might be, it's a Saturday, so people are a little more flexible on those days. But then when my bride started getting into my Wednesday, my Thursday, my Fridays, you know, it's like, Can't be moving everybody all the time. No, but we actually had an episode uh,
2: that dropped this this week um, about like you know like you just got engaged. What should you do? You know, and I made the comment like, hey, y'all need to get these vendors booked asap. As soon as you figure out the date, the venue, your wedding planner or event Mm -hmm. coordinator you need to go ahead and start booking these vendors because there's a lot of vendors who have left the industry altogether. And so, you know, there's slim pickings. So you need to go ahead and just book everyone as soon as you can or, or start interviewing them or trying to figure out who you may want to book with in the future. Yeah.
1: And I want to add to what you said, especially if someone is like has a specialty. So like, I work with a lot of natural hair. Like, I'm a curly girl's dream. Like, that's what it says on my website. So, if you know you want something that is under a specialty, so if it's, I don't know, someone that works with microlinks and they do bridal, or a natural hair care provider that does natural hair for bridal, or shortcuts, right? And she does bridal hair, you need to book her Mm -hmm. even sooner because she's gonna be sought out for what she's doing in that specialty. And especially if it's not a lot of her in the area, she's gonna be booked out, you know? So think, just keep that in mind. Like, okay, I wanna look this way. All right, boom, let me, you know, contact this lady. Because even the ladies that like the frontals and that whole look, you know, that's the technique. That's the specialty. You might want to book her because she might not be available for your date. You don't want people to be like,
2: oh, is that her lace? You like actually showing? You know, you do not want that on your wedding day. So you need to book the right person who can do it correctly Mm. on your day. Yes, 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 yes. So we're gonna move into wedding vendor love. Who would you like to shout out this week?
1: Um, I do a lot of work with Nicole Gore. She's a makeup artist. I love her work. Um, I love Erica Manson, I believe her name is. She's a makeup artist as well. And I also love Stephanie J. She's really good too. All of these women are based in the um, RVA area. Um, And then his name is Flowers by Braun. He's also an RVA. He goes viral all the time. I was going to say, I've gone viral with him. That's my guy. Um, Braun is so good. So those are my people. I really enjoy them. They're very, very good. Work is amazing. I get the pictures I want with them. Um, Our brides are always super happy it's fast i'm not i don't have to wait on those makeup artists because that's the hardest thing what bridal hair is waiting on makeup so yeah the visions always come together with them
0: yeah nice we've had him on here before we love braun okay that's all all right so you have given us so much information this was a great way to kick off this series. The girls are going to be excited about this. I'm so, so convinced. Um, But where can they find you? If they want to know more, if they want to book you, if they want to even have a consultation, where can they find you?
1: Okay, they can find me on Everything I Am Here by Carmen D. Um, That's my website, every social media platform that I'm on, that's what it is. Um, And then if they want to book a bridal consultation with me, the link is on all of my socials. Or you can just go to my website, which is headbycarmond.com, and it'll allow you to book your consultation through there.
0: Well, thank you so much again, Carmen, for coming on. We absolutely love this conversation. It has been amazing for all of the listeners that are still rocking with us. Definitely stay tuned. Anyway, (laughs) thank you. Thank you again, Carmen, for coming on. Thank you. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Don't forget to follow us everywhere you can. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and even YouTube. You can find us at H-U-I-D-O-W-E-D, which is Hue Do Wed, or at h u i d o p o d, I Do Pod, which is H-U-E-I-D-O-P-O-D, on pretty much any of those platforms. In addition to that, if you want to know more about any of the amazing wedding vendors we've shouted out or any of the really cool wedding vendors we've had on the show as guests or just some awesome wedding vendors in general that maybe you don't know of, head to find.hueido.com. There, you're going to find over 600 wedding vendors that can help take you to your happily ever after. And no matter where you listen to Hue I Do, if you could, please leave us a review. It will help other bride-to-be's and other people in the wedding planning space find a podcast that speaks to them as much as Hugh I Do speaks to you.